Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there. And I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going in wrong. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Oh, what's your name? Young boy Larson's last day. I got to do this. Last day, man. Last, last day. day. Anyway, last day. Welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today because it's the weekend. Let's try to get it up to 702 likes, though. I know that's an ambitious goal, but I'm feeling ambitious today, Larson. There you go. What's in the news? What's in the news? Well, uh, apparently Vince McMahon decided that uh f it we're gonna do it live because <laughs> pro wrestling sheet reported uh, late yesterday quote pro wrestling sheet has learned raw friday night smackdown nxt will once again resume taping their shows live from the performance center starting next week sources tell us decision to go back to doing the shows live was made on friday after filming 205 live and friday night smackdown no word of what influenced the decision uh to if if you don't recall um earlier this week we talked about uh WB doing bulk tapings over the course of next week or so and more or less getting enough in the can to take us from now until essentially money in the bank. Uh, apparently Vince changed his mind as he is often want to do fightful select has some more information about that. Uh, go subscribe to fightful select. Uh, it's pretty much the best thing. If you like pro wrestling, uh, this is what they had to say. Quote fightful was told that a very aggressive Vince McMahon made the decision and many on the talent roster unhappy about it. It was at the Friday Smackdown. Some of the WB tapings were given a letter in case they were questioned by law enforcement mm-hmm. stating they are essential media. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an I, interesting th- step to what take. A, what a great, what a great uh, descriptor there. Very aggressive. <laughs> Very aggressive McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. When these billionaires have their backs against the wall, <laughs> they, they will get aggressive. Oh, I don't get my way. I don't get my way. Um, so, yeah, they, they've been given a letter. They have to carry around a little letter with them. I'm essential media. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you pull over your Kia Soul? Anyways. Uh, I have follow- $150 in my pocket plus this letter that says I'm essential media. <laughs> following, following SmackDown, though, Wrestling Observer had some additional details and reported why WWE was going back to live broadcast. This is kind of interesting. Uh, quote, the decision to not do tapings all weekend, as was previously scheduled, came during the middle of the day while taping SmackDown, as McMahon announced he was changing everything. 
and that the show would be going as close to live as soon as possible. Could you imagine how infuriating that would be, man? You're sitting there, you're putting all this hard work in, all of a sudden, grumpy old 75-year-old Vince McMahon comes in, we're changing it all. We're going to go live. So uh, many in the company were shocked at the decision, although at this point, I'm not sure why (laughs) those close to the situation have defended it and that it was the correct economic decision, even if every decision and even running at all has to be questioned right now. And this is why they uh, say that it might be the correct economic decision, because contracts with both NBC Universal, of course, USA's parent company and Fox Mm -hmm. call for a certain number of shows per year that can be taped for raw. That number is three which at the start of the year was earmarked for one show over Christmas week, because I always do that, and two shows during European tours. In theory, that would leave them with 49 live Raws. Fox has a similar deal. Now, before you continue to the next bit, which uh, explains why they're they're not pushing uh, past the three uh, contractually agreed upon taped episodes, uh, given the circumstances going on in the world, and again, and again this is, is uh, this is uh, dealt with somewhat the next bit from uh, Wrestling Observer. Um, it's interesting, and Melser talks about this article about how, uh, with the uh, lack of of live content or any sports right now, that uh, WB would pr- potentially have some leverage going to a negotiations uh, about approaching NBC Universal, NBC Universal, or Fox, saying, "Hey, given circumstances." Uh, is it cool if we take more because it's putting the safety of our roster at risk to have to fly into Florida every week? Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and yeah, they can take all the precautions they want while they're there. And yeah, they can tell the, roster, the people on the roster who's going to be involved in these tapings. Hey, be careful. Um, you know, uh, self-isolate as much as you can. Nonetheless, uh, even if airplanes are like 90% empty now, uh, they still have to walk through the airport, uh, 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 get get a get a ride you would think well uh, i thought i thought aren't they doing the thing where they have they have like combinations. The, an entire hotel booked and they're just like stashing everybody there yeah i think so but i, I you know say are they going to tell uh you know people on the roster hey you have to live here for the next four months yeah i that i don't you know? know that's 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 yeah i don't know if they would be there the entire time because uh, that's asking a ton of talent to say, oh, you have to leave your families yeah. for four months. You're already lucky to get a day and a half home. Yeah. But now for the next four months, you have to live at this hotel. Mm. That's, 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 it, 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 I know it's a situation where, uh, you know, we've heard uh, that if talent does not want to be involved, they don't have to be involved. Yeah. Period, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, at this point, I don't know how it's going to affect them contractually with no house shows as far as downside guarantees, yeah. any of that stuff. Well, okay, um, let's 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 finish this last little bit up, yeah. and then we can talk about like how asinine this is. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, they conclude. Uh, well, nobody will say so publicly. The fear was that by violating the contract, it would give the networks the legal ability to withhold money because there's there's like a bigger story here, or find a way to change the deals. With know-how shows, the company, like all sports companies, is surviving largely based on television revenue, but the networks paying that are also taking in far less revenue than they projected at this point in time due to the pandemic. Uh, it, dude, it just feels like WWE, after a year, two years, of just throwing money 
at like if just you know oh hey we've got we've built this house of cards let's start acting like it's a solid foundation which it clearly yep. isn't the saudi Ara- nope. the saudi arabian government we've heard has been withholding payment there was a period of time i think that's still going on when the wwe network they stopped running it in saudi arabia as apparent i mean you could put the pieces together as seemingly you know some, some quid pro quo if you will some you know some uh, uh and so it, it just you know it, it Vince McMahon wanted it, wanted us maybe, perhaps, maybe this is the kind of maybe he feels like this is leverage going into, you know, the next couple of years uh, for the to say, hey, when we're when push came to shove, we kept on we we kept on being live. Yeah, regardless. This, is still the, this is still the first year of the deal. There's still four more years left. So by the time these contracts expire, that's old news, man. That's that's um, super old news. And number two, would they really care? The whole point of the I don't know. I mean, we can we can kind of debate I guess on this but the entire idea there's two things number one the entire idea of being live is I know anything can happen but also it's like a live shared experience with whom the audience yeah there's no audience so this is like watching one of those when NBC will put on oh it's you know uh, this is us live you know like yeah like yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who cares like it's it a technical does- exercise more than a, 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 a vastly different experience here's the thing about yeah, in the live setting, anything could happen at WWE, except when, when everything is so micromanaged down to the granular level mm-hmm. where there's basically no spontaneity yeah. for anything. Yeah, It's like when we went and saw Interpol, and they pretty much recreated their album uh, like by the note. Yeah, That's kind of what WWE is like. There's such an utter lack of spontaneity that, yeah, it's live, but it, it feels like you know any band who goes out there and plays... You know, they're like when they do those whole re- uh, record mm-hmm. uh, concerts. Yeah. And they just do it note for note with no changes. And no, he, nothing different. here's the thing also is that in, in this is in my opinion, when they produced episodes, when they taped them in advance, they could take advantage of production, of editing, of doing exactly. cool stuff after the fact. They had that the great. And I know you thought it was cheesy, but, you know, they, they wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Baron pushing uh, uh, Elias yeah. off the thing. Yeah. And so WWE has an opportunity to utilize performance center as like a canvas where you can tape and edit and and produce and stuff like that. You could do the cool stuff with Bray Wyatt where he's showing up all yeah. over the place. Yeah, Vince is isn't interested in that. That to me, in my in my in my opinion, the thing that drives in my opinion, the thing that drives ratings is quality programming. Is mm-hmm. let's see how creative they can get. And that will at least help the ratings. So I would think they'd be in a better position to go to the network and say, hey, during this period of time, when everybody else was fleeing, we were able to provide you with content that still got around 2 million viewers a week. And we were able to do that by virtue of, you know, the uh, producing stuff. So can't you like, you know, forgive us for for taping stuff during this pandemic? There's also the matter of right now, the zeitgeist is don't do anything like stay that, at home. Yeah. And yeah. so like they might I think you kind of alluded to this. They might say, yeah, but you were doing this in a very dangerous manner. I know. We just, uh, Gavin Newsom just told Disney to pull the plug on the UFC. Yeah. He made yeah. a call to someone at Disney and says, uh, you can't do that. Yeah. And That's I'm sick. actually kind of, I, I am, on one hand, I'm shocked. And I'm, on the other hand, I'm not. That this would be a decision solely based on a very aggressive Vince McMahon. That they wouldn't be in active contact with NBC Universal and Fox saying, hey, how should we best approach this? Would it would it benefit us if we were live? Is that a bad look? Maybe they have, and maybe they have told the WWE, 
you know, hey, if you guys can do this live, we'll be the only people with live content and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll look favorable. Maybe they have received that kind of yeah, message from them. We don't, we don't know what kind of back and forth has been going on between, uh, you know, WB and their broadcast partners in that respect. It kind of, I mean, less with the optics, you know, uh, everywhere else is seemingly stay home. Uh, don't put yourself at risk. Don't put others at risk by going out and just, you know, uh, 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 ignoring stay-at-home orders and, and, and not self-isolating. Um, and granted, WB can put all the precautions in place. They can check talent on their way in the door. You know, as we heard around WrestleMania, they pretty much uh, booked up entire hotel, tell, told the talent to stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take precautions. All these precautions you can take, it's not going to eliminate uh, the threat of someone getting infected. It's yeah, just I know. not. I know. Um, you know, you could, you, short of never leaving the house. Yeah. That's the only way you could more or less... Not even guarantee, but with a high degree of certainty, uh, say to yourself, "I'm going to be cool." Yeah. So otherwise, I, anytime you go out in public, you're 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 potentially yeah, exposing I, yourself. I know, I know, so. I know, I know. Somebody, somebody's tone deaf here, though, and uh, and it's not. Uh, oh, it's obviously. Not I mean, I mean, between this, between selling all that stock, between pulling the plug on the XFL, you get the sense that at the very least Vince realizes his entire business is a house of cards, and uh, the worst case scenario is that they're really cash poor at the time. Yeah. Uh, and and he needs. Uh, uh, liquidity, I mm-hmm. believe, is the term mm-hmm. uh, to keep his company afloat. Yeah, it seems like it seems like it's the case. Uh, let's see here. Uh, speaking of tone deaf, uh, Ronda Rousey had some stuff to say. <laughs> uh, this is via Stevo's Wild Ride podcast. I remember Stevo from Jackass. Yeah, I remember Stevo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah. She was asked about her experiences working WB. Uh, it's a pretty extensive uh, uh, bit. This is the salient point regarding uh her experiences uh working with uh, nwb and and how she related to the fans this is what she had to say uh quote what i am doing it for if what am i doing it for if not being able to spend my time and energy on my family but instead spending my time and energy on a bunch of effing ungrateful fans that don't even appreciate me wow she continues the thing is i love performing i love the girls i love being out there uh but at the end of the day i was just like f these fans dude my family loves me they appreciate me. I want all my energy to go into them. She goes on some more about how she, how she enjoyed working at WWE. She didn't like working house shows. Or sorry, she didn't like the schedule. Mm. But that's the grind of pro wrestling. You know, either either you're into that or you're not. It's um, all. It's almost as if she's just in it to be uh, uniformly cheered uh-huh. for going out there and, and, and being a pro wrestler. Uh, yeah. wrestling doesn't work that way. It never has. No, it doesn't. Never. It, it doesn't. You ever heard it? Have you ever heard a wrestler complain? I mean, okay, so yeah, I mean, we've talked about like Seth will complain about fickle. Fan. I mean, wrestlers do complain about it, but it's more, it's more usually when you hear about this is guys that like sort of, I don't know. It's guys. It's, it's more like Seth, when Seth does it, he's being Mr. Company guy. Yeah. He's like, Oh, they, they're just so fickle. And I don't remember him taking the Twitter to complain out of, out of character. Him taking Twitter to complain about being booed. I feel like when no, he was being no, no, booed, no. He's never done that. No, he's had no. different complaints about fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like Roman, who got some of the worst of it, not a complaint. Oh, you wouldn't think, dude. It just it wicks off him. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. did not complain once publicly. Yeah, I, something tells me he probably didn't complain a ton backstage either. Yeah, that's just that's part of the business, though, man. I've never mm-hmm. heard like a wrestler complain like, oh. I'll just go to my okay. Then go to your family. Nobody cares. So th- here's the thing too: is, is especially towards the tail end of Ronda's run. Yeah, when she was calling, and in this interview she said too, calling wrestling fake. Yeah. Uh, even then, she was complaining about the fans. Yeah. Um, this just seems, at least in part, a continuation of that. 
All right, so I guess that begs the question, is this a work or a shoot, Larson? I, it might be a little bit of both. Could be. I feel like she she lives her professional wrestling. I can, you know what I feel like it is, man? I feel like it's these are her real feelings, but she has no problem airing them out because she understands that it can play into, you know, uh, another run in the WWE. Yep. Um, you know, it, it just would have been kind of nice maybe if she said, you know, that's I, I don't know how they do it on that. Sky. I, I do. I'm sorry. I didn't listen to the entire thing. Maybe she did say this. And I know she's she's been respectful of it before. She said, you know, the, it's it's a tough grind. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kind of figure this is, you know, this is you, you can sort of take even if you understand it, if you let it get to you a little bit and then you release that out into the wild. It could benefit her if she's going to come back, you know? Yeah, and I think in the same interview, she said that she would never come back full-time, but she'd come back for chunks of the time. Yeah. She's like, I want that. that. And well, she's been doing a lot of... You can't even of, call it a Brock Lesnar schedule anymore, can you? Because that dude's, like, there all the time. Well, I don't think we're going to see Brock for a little bit. Yeah, um, but while he was there, he was there for a Yeah, while. yeah. Um, and uh, she's been speaking... Maybe she's just being asked about a lot more. She seems to be a lot more forthcoming about the prospect of returning at some point, so it seems like it's on the horizon, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also on the horizon, uh, the WWE doing their own, I like this, you dubbed it the G205. Yeah, uh, going into Rob Zerver, uh, one of our mods dubbed it the C1 Climax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so That's good, that's good, I, I like that. Actually likes, I, I, I think I actually like his, his joke better, but so, anyways, continue. So yeah, the, uh, the NXT uh, Cruiserweight title is currently under quarantine uh, in Ireland along mm-hmm. with uh, its its holder Jordan Devlin and so uh why not this this actually sounds pretty cool so is this going to air well I'll just get into this so WWE announced the format for the upcoming Cruiserweight tournament and uh up to this point they've only done single elimination tournaments correct i don't know if they've ever done a round robin ever not that i recall yeah so uh that's what we're looking at here the details come to you from wwe.com uh eight superstars will be split into two groups of four superstars will compete against each other uh, and get, I'm sorry, against each of the three other members of their group. So there's two, uh, what do you call them? Uh, uh, groups, right? Yeah, yeah. Groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah, superstars. And then the superstar with the best record in each group will advance to the champ. Blocks. Blocks. That's what it is. A block, B block. Superstar with the best record in each group will advance to the championship match. Any ties will be broken by a head, by head-to-head record. The winner of Group A will face the winner of Group B to determine the new interim NXT Cruiserweight champion. Is this going to take place on 205 Raw, I NXT? Expect, I'd expect it would be 205 and then maybe have the finals on NXT. I think, yeah, maybe it makes it 205 and NXT, yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. Mm-hmm. That might be give me that might give me a reason to tune into 205. You know, it'll yeah, be no. great. You know, it'll be awesome. You know, it'll be fantastic. Mm. Nothing against the people who put these matches together. They don't produce them. They just let the wrestlers go out there and do the best thing that they possibly can. I know. That would make this really like the G1. A showcase for the wrestlers. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Just let them wrestle. Like tell the producers or whoever is doing creative for the show these days, say, hey, these are the story beats we need to hit throughout this tournament. Um, it's up to you, wrestlers, uh, to best implement these story beats uh, in terms of telling the story of this tournament as a whole. That'd be pretty cool, but yep. we'll see if that happens. I mean, they've got look, they've got some terrific producers over there. Yeah, I think Adam Pierce and Jamie Noble do a lot of the production or producing for. Yeah, no, and Hurricane Helms, mm-hmm. they uh, they do some really abyss over there too. They do some yep. really terrific stuff. Hey, I don't just, forget Jeff Jarrett's one of the producers too. Who's that? What? Jeff Jarrett, Double J, ain't he great? Oh yeah, that's right. So, but I don't know. It'd be kind of fun to mix it up, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Anyways. 
Totally. Um, my dog wants out of this office, man, so I got to let right. her out. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow we have our Dark Side of the Ring review for the Brawl for All, bro. I'm going to I'm gonna be talking very, uh, I'm gonna be talking very effusively, positively about one Vince Russo, man, because I'll be honest, him and Bart Gunn, I think, were the hero of that whole thing. Yeah, they both came off uh, pretty well. Yeah, uh, but we'll get in that tomorrow. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, talk later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.